Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, one and all. Hope you had a lovely Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I say, why don't we check in with the other Santa? Yeah, I'm fucking Santa's out me like I. How he's doing? He's having a good, you have a good fucking Christmas, did you? Yeah. Because I didn't. I didn't. I fucking drink that much Guinness and brown ale. I fucking shot me cell. I fucking... Well, see me sell. I didn't shit me sell. I shot, <laughs> shot on one of the elves, didn't I? Fucking Santa shot the elf. You heard a piss in the bed. I shot the elf. Kicked out of the North Pole. Fucking lost me job with all these foreign Santas. Fucking coming over and nicking with reindeers. Mrs. Claus won't have us to see the kids anymore. Oh, now, come on, Santa. Yeah, who the fuck are you, you fat fuck? Yeah? Who are me and you right now? I'll fucking knock you out. Who are all right. Hello and welcome to the Carl Hutchinson Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Hutchinson. <laughs> I don't even know if that was enough for you to turn off. If that was enough for you to turn off, I don't blame you. So what have I been up to? I hope you've had a good Christmas. What, what have I been doing? Well, I had me had me lads night out last night. We all went for a curry. So I said I'd, I'd get a taxi at half six. And Lily's bath time is half six. So I was Sophie was getting Lily ready for the bath while I'm getting ready. And I said to Sophie, look, I'm really sorry. I know this is not good time. We've only got the one bathroom, but, like, I need the toilet. And it was like, well, you know. And it wasn't the type of one where you could just maybe go outside. Definitely can't go outside for what I needed. So that was, so, like, the the bath was, like, heating up the <laughs> the bathroom. And I'm having a shite. And then Lily is like, Daddy, my turn. So Lily's now wanting to go on. So, I had, so this was the start of me Christmas night out. I had to hurry me shite and then get Lily on the toilet after I flushed. And then I was stood there just wiping me arse. I normally like to sit down and do it, but obviously Lily wanted to go on the toilet. So I'm stood there wiping me arse, then holding the, <laughs> the toilet paper that I've used just in one hand and wiping me arse with the other because I was going to be late for the taxi. The taxi was like five minutes away. And then Sophie, who's getting ready... For Lily's bath, she's just uh, getting ready for Lily for bed as well. She's just going around with, <laughs> just getting the white noise machine, the owl, the pajamas. And she just saw me stood in the bathroom with the door open, just wiping me ass, <laughs> pants down. She just went, for fuck's sake, Carl, what have, <laughs> what have I married here? What? I was like, no, there was no other way. There was no other way around it. <laughs> I had a right disgusting day yesterday. That was actually only the... Second disgusting thing I'd done. That wasn't even the first. So I popped into Motive. Motive are the guys who filmed the Newcastle Time Theatre show uh, back in November. So that's going to be coming out January. Like I say, I think I'm going to be setting up a patron for that and do some sort of tiered thing where we do bonus episodes of this podcast. Yeah, more of this. Yeah, um, bonus episodes of this podcast, £3 a month. And then for the extra five, I'm thinking... You, you know, you can get the special. So so I'm thinking, you know, watch the special, 
and then drop back down to the three if you wanted just to watch it once or something. I, I haven't figured it out yet, but that's probably, you know, the, the people I speak to with Patreon, the people who've got it, you know, they say that that's the best way to do it. So anyway, before we get to any of that, I had to go in for the edit. So how did that start? So I had to drive from Newcastle to Gateshead. And I thought I'll go on the A1 because it was around about quarter to nine. And it took us on some bus lane that I had no idea about. I did, it was like I was following everything. And then all of a sudden I'm in a bus lane and I shot myself. And then Sophie rings us up just to bollock us, just to go, you selfish twat. Like I'm taking Lily to nursery. Do you realize that you've got this? I'm going to sound like a terrible parent. Yeah, You've got a potty, you've got a bag, you've got a hat and our gloves all <laughs> all in the boot. <laughs> so she's ringing us to go, you've left us with fuck all. It was fine. It was fine. She, You know, there's a there's a potty at um, the nursery that I know she uses. And there was a spare hat and all that, so it's fine. But she just she just rang us to bollocks, which so fine. And I didn't fucking. And I was just like, I'm in a bus lane. I'm in a bus lane. Fuck. So that that was that began the day. And then I had to go in and do the edit. God, that took poor Toots. He was he was dead. I call, I call him Toots. What's his actual name? Because I'm I'm saying Toots as if you know him here. Let's have a look. Ah, right. Yeah, I forget where he's from. It's um, Tort V Y Das. So Tort Vidas. And then his last name is Baranacusas. I butchered your name there. That's why I call you Toots. Anyway, and that's why everyone calls him Toots. That's not me being fucking Brexit or anything. Um, he introduced himself as Toots. Anyway, we had to sit down and, you know, it's six or seven cameras and just go through the whole show. So I've already watched the show twice and got rid of every little time I'm, I'm either I breathe into the microphone too loudly or, a, you know... Something, I, I fumble a line, so I make sure I say the line again during the live show, and and then we edit out the... the so I, It's called a narrative edit. So I've done two narrative edits where I've just watched it remotely. And then yesterday is when I went in to do the edit. And that was where we got the mix about with all the camera shots, all the camera angles, all the audience, and etc. So after that, I think then it gets to... It's called a grade. I think that's because it's all 4K cameras, so it's all going to get... Uh, looking as as good as it possibly can, which they've told us is good. It's going to look fantastic, and then it's going to get dubbed, so it's going to get mixed in. Well, so it's going to look and sound fantastic. So I can't wait to see it. We're just we're really taking our time with it. You know, we don't want to get anything out too soon. Want to get it right, and very excited, very excited to take it out. And and thanks very much to everyone who's bought tickets for their Christmas present as well. That's a really really. You always worry when it's the next tour. You know, I haven't written the show yet, so I mean that's a big thing. So you've you've always got to worry about is is the show going to be funny enough, and are people going to buy tickets? That's always a worry that you go through when you when a new tour is coming out. But we've got fifty percent of it. I'm over that hurdle. You know, are people going to buy tickets again? Yes, that's fine. I don't need to worry about that now. Great. All tickets available. CarlHutchinson.net. I'm aware some venues are a bit slow. I can only assume it's because the short-staffed panto, etc. But I am working on getting as many links on as I possibly. Oh, that's the thing. I'll write that down. I'm gonna gonna go through the website the day and add some links. So links, links. That's me little jobless for the day. If I sound different, it's because I'm very ill. I've got the Got a bit of a cold for Christmas. It's not quite the flu. Must be because I had the flu for Christmas that I'm not feeling up to par. It increases my paranoia like looking in my mirror and seeing a police car. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Right there. Crosby, I don't know why I slipped into radio presenter. 
But yeah, if I sound different because I'm ill, I've just got like a just a bit of a cold, a bit of a cold. So I'm hoping that will pass in time for Christmas. And so that's me, that's me little jobs list I've got the day because you know you're here in this Boxing Day, but this is still before Christmas when it comes out. I've got a, I've got presents to order. I've got to go check Lily's scooter, and now I've got to put links on the website. Sophie gives a job. I had to go to the the white company in Edinburgh because I was doing Edinburgh stand Thursday, Friday, Saturday last week. I was on with Daisy Earl. On with Susie McCabe, really, and Stu McPherson, really, really good. Just a good lineup, a good crowd. Nothing, nothing to report because everything was just really, just went really well. Everything was great. So then, you know, I'll go back to the flat that they put you in. I'm writing the show, writing the draft for next year, and then going out. And then, so you know, I've got me a little routine. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to that that Nuffield that's right next to the Omni there. So I've got everything I need within a ten minute walk. And Sophie tasks us on Saturday as well. On Saturday, can you pop in? to George Street or Georgetown or whatever, and can you go to the white company to get a cassis candle for me, ma'am? And I was just like, oh, God damn it. So I go in and the white company do two different types of candles. They do the £22 one and the £42. And I always get told, don't get the the £42 one. Your mom, my mom doesn't like it. I was going, right, fine, no worries. This is Sophie's mom, Wendy. But the one he had, the big one, and I've got the big one before, but like, hey, you know, it's Christmas, you know, enjoy yourself. And then I think Sophie's mom th- thinks that much of it. She's frightened to use it and open it. So she always just asks for the small one. Anyway, they didn't have the small one. They only had the big one. And Cassis is the only is the only one Sophie's mom likes. They do other flavours of candles. Scents. Scents of candles. They do other scented, you know what I mean, right. They do other candles. I'm there and I've got the, the large one. And I can't find, and I, and I don't have any signal in the white company for some reason. It's like, of course you don't. Like, I, you ever find that, like, it's always just you who doesn't have signal sometimes. Like, you can be, you, like, I can't even make a phone call. And then there's always some cunt next to us, like, having, like, an international FaceTime. Just like, ah ha 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 ah ha 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 yes, very funny, yes. Hello, how is Australia, by the way? He-he-he-he-he-he, he-he-he-he-he-he. Fucking very interesting. I don't have signal. So now I'm like, right, okay, um, I'm going to, I'm just going to get it. I'm just going to get the fucking candle. Because it's the same brand, so fine. So I'm in the queue. It's probably about 10 minutes. It's taken a while. You know, people are chat. Pe- people who chat after the transaction is over. I hope you've had a horrible Christmas. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. You know, everything's done. You can see the queue and say, yeah, well, I've only got a few more things to get now. You know, I just I just need to pop there and do it. It's like, it's done. Fuck off. Go. Walk away. Piss off. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so finally, you know, get served. Do you want a gift wrapped? All that bollocks. Great. And then I go out and, and I ring Sophie. It's the first time I've got signal. And... I said, you know, I've got the, and Sophie's having her own thing. She's taking Lily to go and see Goldilocks and the Three Bears at Northern Stage. And I think that she was needing to get the rain cover out. And she was having a, a, a big old mare as well. So I rang Sophie and I just went, well, they only had the lodge. And she just, like, she didn't have enough time to, like, talk properly as well. So she just went, return it, return it, return it, return So, you know, we're both on high door. We're both, it's Christmas, you know. Edinburgh as well. I had to walk, I had to go to a shop, get Christmas shop, and I had to go via a fucking Ferris wheel that they've put in the middle of the street, which is obnoxious. But, you know, everyone's everyone's just stressed a bit at Christmas. So I could have ended the phone call there by going, no worries, I'll return it. 
I wanted to say, you've just sent, you know I've got a new show to write. You've sent us into Edinburgh to waste an hour to queue there. Then I've got to queue to return it. And, you know, you, this is the only time I get to get stuff done as well. I don't get the chance to do any work at home. I could have said all of that, but I was at upper height. I had to walk past a Ferris wheel. And God knows what else. And so this is why me and Sophie ended up having an argument, because I, I want to say you've, you've put us into a stressful situation, and now I'm getting stressed. And, and I could have said any of that, but I didn't. Sophie just went, return it, return it, return it. And I said, I'm going to step back from the mic as well. I just went, Jesus bastard fucking piss. So that's what I saw. That's nice. So that's the, that's what I'm like when I'm stressed. So I'm, that's fun, isn't it? So I hate, I, honestly, I hate having that temper, you know. I really do. I, I wish I didn't have it. I just went, Jesus motherfucking piss. Jesus bastard. <laughs> the piss of Mary. The piss of Mary. <laughs> oh god so then it's like you know we're, we're arguing you know don't speak to us like i was like i wasn't speaking to you like that i was i was talking about the situation but it, uh, as soon as you knock out the blasphemes the jesus the mary's you've lost the argument you just have to admit that you just have to you just have to move on you have to apologize check your ego as much as you think you were justified at the time you're not you, you should never speak that way you should never speak to other people that way even though i wasn't you just have to go, right, okay, you're right, you're right, I'm wrong, done. Jesus bastard, Mary Piss. I'll do that if I drop something in the house, you know, if it's like, if, I, if I've if i put a wash load on and then I've left the sock out and I don't see the sock till half an hour later, I'll just go like, Jesus bastard, Mary Piss, Jesus bastard, Mary Piss, Mary Piss, Jesus cock, Jesus cock. <laughs> I just realised people are listening to this. Good Christmas. I hope you've not. <laughs> I hope you've not. Well, actually, I mean, after that Santa intro, you've, nobody's probably listened to this anyway. So, yes, getting back to... Well, oh, yes, the, the links. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. So, yeah, so I was editing. I was editing with Motive. And it was very nice of him. He, the, uh, James and Totes and Natalie and Rosanna... They, they, they were saying, oh, we're getting lunch in, got a Wagamama's in, I got a chicken and prawn pad thai. So, you know, in the afternoon, you know, we're getting on a bit, we've gone, we've done like a whole day and it got to about half one, you know, we've had our lunch, etc. And, that. and I, I mean, there's no nice way to say this, but I don't think it's been a very nice podcast so far, so let's just keep in with this disgusting theme. I, I had a bit of gas, I got gas, I got gas, I got gas, I got gas. And it's me and Toast just in a studio, so I don't want to just go, you know, farting all over him. So I excuse myself. I say I'm, I'm going. So I thought I might as well get up and go for a wee, and then I can just. It was a bit of a walk to the toilet, so I can just kind of like fart it all out. And I don't realise this, but they're in like a studio building block, so they're Studio Three, but there's others. There's like there's twelve studios, so Studio Seven has got nothing to do with motive, and they're right next to the toilet, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go for a wee and I'm, I'm about to go to the toilet, but I just let out this like horrible big, fart. like like, what what what's the best way to like a like a Wah. do you know like one of them like a like one like a so I let out like a big and I just heard somebody in. <laughs> I heard somebody in Studio 7, <laughs> like, obviously, they could hear what was going on in the corridor. <laughs> I just heard somebody just go, oh! 
<laughs> oh god <laughs> so then i had to go back in that's just said taught james i'm sorry but how well do you know studio seven <laughs> what the fuck you done you horrible dad but the good guys james and totes they really are the i've done other things with them as well one thing that we're uh, is going to be coming out next year as well. We don't know how we're going to attempt to distribute it yet. We've talked about film festivals. We've talked about just putting it on in a straight-out cinema run, a Q&A thing, but we've got a documentary coming out. It, it followed the show after lockdown. So if you came and seen, I think it was just called Carl Hutchinson Live, that was, it was coming out of lockdown. I didn't have a chance to think about any... <laughs> I was just like, what? We're, we're, we're working again. Great. So if you've came to that show, the one before Watch Till the End, We've got a documentary coming out on that tour, so it, it just follows me and Ant going from town to town, city to city. It's going to be about an hour long. It's, it features master interviews from myself, Ant Young, and Chris Ramsey as well. So that's going to be that's going to be coming out. So there'll, there'll, there'll be more on that as well. So we've done quite a bit on quite a bit of extensive work on that as well. So we're we're going to be getting into the distribution aspect of it next year as well. But one of the stories I remember Ant told it was like here's a segment of how much of a head case Carl is, if this podcast is an indictment on that anyway, I guess. Ant talks about one time we're in Bristol and we've done the, the hen and chicken the night before and then we're staying over and I thought, well, I don't really know anywhere in Bristol so let's just go for some food in the hen and chicken because they did food downstairs. So I think I was having a hot dog, he was having a burger or something and it was the day of some big rugby game and me and Ant, I sat down, we're next to this big double door and this guy... And this guy with a pint in each hand, he came over and he was like, excuse me, mate, would you mind opening that door for us? And I, I thought, ah, I wouldn't do that. If it, You never disturb somebody when they're eating, do you? I think that's a big, that is a big no-no. You don't disturb somebody if they're, they're having a meal. I would never dream of going over to anyone if they're eating and going, excuse me, can you do can you do anything? You just don't. But I was like, okay, he's got a pint in each hand. So I was like, well, I'm not getting up. So I just kind of turned, like, not even a 180, more of a 90 degree. I just turned 90 degrees to me right, extended my arm, and I couldn't quite open the door for him. So I just looked at him. I was like, ah, sorry, mate, you're on your own. And I just carried on eating the hot dog. <laughs> and Ant tells that as if, like, that's like I'm the nutter. But I don't think, I think, you know what, if... Why is your time... Why can't you put down a pint and open the door yourself? Why is my time less important than yours? That I think that was the point I was making, but yeah, maybe he just caught us in a bad mood or a bad day. But you know what? He was a rugby fan, so he deserves all the disrespect he gets. Uh, oh yeah, big one. Yeah, I'm not a football fan either. I'm not a football fan, not a rugby fan. But basically, he was a sports fan, so he deserves all the disrespect he gets. So there you go. <laughs> Honest, right? Okay. So I worked at St James's Park. So I hate football fans, and I worked in the Old George, where every Wednesday we would entertain a rugby team. So I hate all rugby fans as well. Carl, are you extrapolating? Are you saying that the, the horrible people you've met are, are are indicative of every single sports fan? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm aware that I have probably just met the one the 1% of sports fans that are fucking horrible, and I've just went, you know what? I'll extrapolate. You're all fucking mangy. Obviously, I'm kidding. I mean, football fan. right. I think the the 1% of football fans who ruin it for everyone, you know, like the, the hooligans, you know, the racists, all the, all the manky stuff you hear about football, it probably doesn't even come to 1% of football fans. It's, it's, you know, it's probably even 0.01. But, but they, that 0.01 or that 1%, they are the worst of all sports fans, like rugby, 
tennis, cricket, yeah, throw them all in there. They're, they're the worst. But now, well, I've slagged off football fans enough for me time when I worked at St. James Park. I'll, I'll, I'll address the balance. I'll readdress the balance. Yeah, the, the time I was working in the Old George, every Wednesday in the function room, it was the Newcastle University rugby team, and they would come in, and they were like, yeah, they were all sober, obviously, but they've just finished the, the Wednesday afternoon rugby game. And they would just drink Boddingtons and Guinness, just all that heavy, stout bollocks. And they would go through, I remember they'd go through the big team talk, like who did well, who didn't do well. And I think whoever did the worst had to like, or if they fucked up on a game, if they, if they fucked up on a play or something, they had to down a drink while they sang, uh, why was he born so beautiful? Why was he born at all? He's no fucking use to anyone. He's no fucking use at all. And it was like... You know what? Like, fine. Like, I, for the longest time, I was like, it's just people my age enjoying themselves. I was probably secretly jealous that they were out on the piss and I was having to work in a bar on a Wednesday night. And yeah, I let them get away with quite a bit as well. I remember one time I was serving somebody and I went down and there was somebody else. It was like 170 a pint. And there was somebody else just pouring himself a pint because it was just me behind the bar. And I looked and I was like, mate. And then he just had the 170 and he just put it. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. I was like, you know what? If he's pouring it, he's paying it and he's got the right money. Who, who gives a fuck? Do you know what I mean? So all of that was fine. And then one time there, I just, I saw somebody down a drink. And then like seconds later, just like high up into the pint glass. So you threw up. It, it must have just been like a big end of term thing. Because I remember one time it was just like, I had to clean so many pint glasses that were just full of sick. And from that moment on, I was like, fuck these rugby guys. Nay, fuck all these rugby guys. Nay, fuck all sports fans. So that's what, so if you, you know, if you don't like my opinion, you can blame whoever that team was that would come in on 2006 at the Old George on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. Oh, I got gas. I got gas. I got gas on a cloudy day. When it's cold outside, I've got all the gas. I guess you say what can make me feel this way. I got guess talking about my guess. My guess. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, God. What fucking hell are you doing with your life? Got a couple of emails as well. I want to read some emails. I haven't, haven't read some emails. If you've got anything to say, Good or bad, Carl Hutchison podcast at gmail.com. Got one from Jack Mason. Hi, Carl. After listening to the latest episode of the podcast. Oh, this is this is from a while back, actually. This is from, I believe this is from Mr. Worldwide from the top of my head. Hi, Carl. After listening to the latest episode of the podcast, I just want to say I'm on your, I am your one. Ah, I just want to say I'm your one listener for the Cayman Islands. All right. Wow. Get in. I'm definitely not rich enough to be here for tax avoiding. As far as see, or what does he do He's a scuba diving instructor. Um, I'm originally from the Northeast. I moved out here for work. I listen to Chris and Rosie's podcast every week, and now yours is added to the list as well to remind me of home. That's lovely. Thanks, mate. Keep up the great work, and hope to see you in the uh, UK when you're on tour, if I'm back at all. That's lovely. Thanks very much, Jack. Cheers for that, mate. I hope, you, hope you're doing well, mate, in the Cayman Islands. Yeah, big up, big up. Th- thanks for thanks for getting in touch. It's it's nice to know, you know, you, you put something out there, and then people get back in touch. It's lovely. Really nice. And this is Liz from Stafford. Hi, Carl. I almost saw you at Stafford this year, in brackets, sorry, but your show class with the comedy night downstairs. All right, great. Thanks for that. Maybe catch you next time. Well, if the, if the comedy night's not on again. Yeah, that's right, Stafford Gatehouse. So I was doing the room upstairs and then the 
the studio room that I used to do downstairs, they had the, the Met Comedy Night ran by Off the Curb, I believe. So both good good night. I think Alistair Barry was on. In fact, I fucking know Alistair Barry was on that particular night because the bastard blocked us in, didn't he? So Stafford Gatehouse, it's a really, really small car park and it's an even smaller entrance to the car park. And in all fairness to Alistair Barry, I'm pretty sure that he was would have been open in Birmingham Glee. So then you've got to go from Birmingham to Stafford, which is a hell of a double. Um, I've I've done that double before, and it, and I was so late. Um, Tim Clark was, I think he was comparing. He had to do like an extra forty minutes while I was trying to get from Birmingham to Stafford. So I get it, you know that fine. He was late, but I think he was so late. What had happened was, where, where, after I spoke to the staff and the volunteers, etc., he, he was so late. He got there, and he said, "I'm here for the comedy night." And one of the volunteers went, "Well, it's finished. It's finished. The comedy night's finished." Unaware that there's a there's another comedy night downstairs. I think the volunteer was talking about me, saying Carl Hutchinson's finished. I was off by half nine. I don't fuck about. Show's half seven. Anth goes on. Does twenty five minutes. Seven fifty five get to quarter past eight so then for the 20 minute break and then i go out and do 75 fucking cars running out the door bang leave like you've robbed the bank right get home at a reasonable hour that's what it's all about fucking alistair barry's got there at 20 past nine i'm here for the comedy oh the comedy's finished it's well it's not finished i'm here well i don't know who this volunteer's going i don't know who the fuck you are and he's like oh well we'll see about that and I, I mean, I, no, I'm, I'm extrapolating there. I don't think he's done it on purpose, but he's just parked. So he's blocking all of the... Co- so me and Anthony are getting ready to go. So I had to watch him for half an hour, 40 minutes or whatever. So it was like, he, he basically just added an hour journey on uh, on top of what we're... Because we're driving straight back to Newcastle. So he just added an hour onto that. But if you're getting back at half two, what's the difference of getting back at half three? You know, it's, it's much of a muchness at that point, but... I got off, <laughs> well, he got off, and I was just there at the back, and I just went, well, that was one hell of a power player there, Alistair. And he was like, what? He had no idea. <laughs> Obviously, he had no idea. He just came from Birmingham to stuff and do the show. He was like, what? What the fuck? I thought you were gone. I was like, no, no, I'm here. <laughs> so, yes, so I, I remember. I remember stuff, and I remember the being two nights on. I'm going to, God, I'll just park on double yellows next time and hope I don't get wheel clamp. Anyway, my interest in car incident... Oh, God, this is going back from episode one, isn't it? When me and Ant were in the car crash in uh, in Darlington. Anyway, my interesting car incident was my car clutch snapped. The cable snapped. So I put on my hazards at the side of the road. And Knight in Shining Armour pulled over and proceeded to step out of his car on the traffic side, causing a four-car pileup next to me. Luckily, no one was hurt, as far as I know. Me and my car were fine. I'll keep listening, despite losing a little interest on the crisp discussion. Well, fuck you, Liz! Fuck you! You just <laughs> obviously, I'm glad you're all right. Thanks for listening. Just <laughs> I would have saw your show, but there was another night on, so I went there instead. And I'm not a big fan of the Christmas. Well, yeah, but you know what? Fuck you! Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh, thanks, Liz. Thanks for that very, um, I, I, I think, half supportive, half passive aggressive <laughs> email. I'm glad you're all right as well. Yeah, I kind of float in between, you know, getting the, getting the train. Is it better to get the train? Is it better to drive? Either way, you're always going to get bother on, on each one. You know, they weren't great before the train strikes. Well, <laughs> you know, one time I was coming back from Sheffield. This is when I was doing the, the Last Laugh, like years and years ago. It's the Last Laugh Memorial Hall in, in Sheffield City Hall. It's uh, doing the club nights. Probably about seven, eight years ago now. And I remember coming back on a Sunday. So I would get like a nine o'clock train 
again, it was that cross-country piece of shit one, so you've got to get up dead early to give yourself a fighting chance of having any time back on a Sunday, so getting that. And you know when, like, somebody just doesn't want to talk, so I think I'm getting to... I must be going from Sheffield to Doncaster and then getting the LNER to from Doncaster back, back home, because once I figured out you could spend probably about half an hour more, but... You get the LNER, then I, I I was I was doing that all the way. Anyway, I'm getting the lo- a local train, East Midlands or something to to Doncaster, and there was a you know nobody wants to speak to anybody at nine o'clock in the morning, so everyone's like trying to find a double seat and all that, and I find myself a double seat and pray that nobody sits next to us. And there was another guy in front, also praying that somebody didn't sit next to him. He wasn't so lucky. There's a guy comes sits next to him, and I can only assume he had um, additional educational needs. And he sat down and he just and he just went, uh, you all right? And like I just saw the guy nodding. And then the guy went, uh, so where are you going? <laughs> and the guy said, Doncaster. And then if you, right, picture this, you're on a train, you can see two people, you can see the back of two people's heads. The guy who sits down speaking to this other guy, he doesn't want to, you know, the, the guy doesn't want to be bothered. I just saw him just, constantly turn his head to the left and just go Donny <laughs> so at that point I turned my headphones off because I was like this is too I can't know how annoyed this other guy's getting <laughs> so every three seconds he's just going Donny <laughs> Donny <laughs> he's trying to talk to him about other things so uh, you know, you know what, what was it you were doing in show Donny and I'm secretly loving it. And then it kind of like subsided. And the guy must ask him another question. He said, like, you know, where are you coming from or, or where do you live or something? And the guy said, Scunthorpe. And he just went, Scunny. And when he said Scunny, I've never seen somebody get up as quickly as possible. Like, this guy just got up and went, Fuck this, I'm not. I'm not spending another 20 minutes to you. He just got up and moved to the next carriage. Just didn't say bye, didn't excuse himself. Just, just Johnny, Johnny, Scotty. Right, that's it, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. <laughs> right, well, that's all we've got time for. I hope you've had a lovely Christmas. I hope you've had a lovely Boxing Day. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>